Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 15 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're going to take you on a quick weekend trip to Denver, Colorado for Jamal's birthday that we went on a couple years ago. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Turning 22 again. Yeah. Well, I wasn't that young when we went. <laughs> As with any of our trips, we had some interesting mishaps, lots of hiking, for Kim's sake, lots of rooftop bars, hey, hey. and lots of good sleep. I'm just kidding, guys. You know we never have any sleep on the trips. Yeah, that first night we got a lot. (laughs) I know. But you know what? Despite the lack of sleep, we made the most of it. Don't you think, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, we explored Boulder. We summited a mountain in the Rocky Mountain National Park. And I was really sick when we did that too, by the way. And then we fucking dominated downtown Denver. Dominated Mm -hmm. it. Dominate. And if you can't tell by now, we spend a lot of our weekend getaways exploring national parks and having easy days. So lots of easy days. Let's get started. Easy day number one. So we started the trip with an easy day. It was Friday night. We were flying out of San Diego to Denver and our flight gets delayed. But we don't realize it until we're already at the airport. Right. We didn't think much of it because we were already a couple drinks in from the airport bar, were we not? So we were having a good time. Then we find out our flight's delayed because there was weather interruptions and just made for a whole fiasco that's honestly pretty freaking ridiculous. It was delayed a couple times, right? Yeah. It got kept Mother nature back at her finest. Back. Yeah. So we finally do get on the plane much later than intended. I think and... like two and a half hours after the mm-hmm. fact. Can I just say, on this flight, Jamal and Brittany were in one aisle, and Kim and I were on the the same aisle on the other side next to the window. And this was a weird one because Kim was in the aisle, I was in the middle, and there was no seat at the window. And there were snacks in the seat where there was no seat. Do you remember that, Kim? And so you and I were like, holy shit, look at all these snacks. So we grabbed them and <laughs> we look at Jamal and Brittany, look, dude, someone left their snacks. And we were like trying to offer you them and you're like, nah, it's good. So we put them back because <laughs> we decided not to eat the snacks. And then the guy behind us reaches forward and he's all, oh, I'm just going to grab my food. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. But, but before we get too far into it, I think we should mention why it was actually delayed it wasn't just for any particular reason there was actually severe thunder storms lightning storms in the denver area so our actual flight was actually coming back from denver to san diego and then it was flying back san diego to denver so our airline was just doing that leg back and forth part of their routine so they had severe weather that caused serious delays so we got on the flight two and a half hours after our original takeoff point and then normal flight time but by the time we landed and hit the tarmac in denver what did we have to do well every other flight 
also was delayed because of the storm. Yes. So we all got there at the same time. It was a landing clusterfuck, and we had to wait on the tarmac for an hour yep. after we landed. We're all excited to be there, and then we get stuck on the plane for an hour. I know. We were already delayed two and a half hours. Flight time was normal. We thought, okay, we're delayed. But no, we were delayed even more and sat on the tarmac for one hour, and it was just so frustrating and annoying at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had given up Candy Crush for about two years up until that point, maybe two and a half. And the only reason I started up again was because Kim pulled out her phone and started to play Candy Crush. And I totally played the game for her over her shoulder. And I had to download it. Because if you heard our episode 13, where we talk about how to survive a long haul flight or really any flight, we talk about how when we play Candy Crush, or at least me, it's always when traveling. And now Zane is addicted again. (laughs) I know, right? So uh, I blame She hasn't put it down in the last two years. Always he's in playing Candy Crush. So we finally make it to Denver and we're so excited, but now we have to get to our rental car. And so, of course, we head over to take the shuttle, but it was taking so, so long for the shuttle bus to come and take us. So we purposely take the wrong shuttle bus because I looked on Google Maps and I see that they're kind of like all in a row on the same street. It's like we were waiting for like Hertz or something. We jumped on an Enterprise. Yeah. So we jump on, we get off at the wrong location, knowing that it's the wrong location and I'm like it doesn't look too far we'll just walk to the next (laughs) rental car place over surprise surprise we were walking on the side of the road pulling our luggage 1 a.m yep very late it's not even like a little dirt road it was a highway (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it looked like it was gonna be close well I mean we were already just so frustrated delayed flight waiting an hour on the tarmac we get out there we were waiting 30 minutes for a shuttle that never came we didn't really understand why we saw another shuttle to one of the other rental car locations nearby and we're like this is the first one that we've seen we have to take it and just walk it's going to be quicker than waiting for the other one and i feel like someone checked a luggage on this flight we both did because we had to pay for our luggage because we took frontier right yeah and we we shared two big luggages usually we just bring carry-ons and do it for free but we split two and two in each of the luggages yeah and had big ones this time so that was another thing even though it was a weekend trip and we usually only pack a carry-on we couldn't do that so we shared baggage and check them which was probably also a clusterfuck <laughs> if i'm remembering why right. did we check it though we had to because we we only wanted to pay for two bags and that was but why your guys's and ours but why didn't we just take the carry-ons carry cost on, money too on frontier they yes. do? oh i don't remember that so like travel hack for you guys if you okay. want to save money and you have to check a bag and pay for it just do one and share the bag i think i had a duffel bag and i just put it in your suitcase Dana. that's right good memory yes yes because i remember being at the baggage carousel thinking like oh my fucking god now we have to wait for luggage <laughs> too before we head yeah. out so, so finally get to the car rental place get to the car rental place send mom and dad in there oh my god <laughs> big big line and only two people pretty much working the counter and by big line clusterfuck we, we waited three yeah. hours to get from the back of the line to the front of the line to get our rental car why 
because of the storm, there were so many flight delays and cancellations that people that lived within a five hour drive of Denver to other states in the area were actually renting cars to drive because all other flights were pretty much canceled because of the delays. So And even, everyone's flight got in at around the same time. Yeah. So even though we had our reservation, it should have been a quick little thing. We had to wait. Oh my God. Just thinking about it now, just oh, it brings back terrible memories. Had to wait three <laughs> hours being so tired in the middle of the night and not only that obviously you know when we plan our trips we had a jam-packed day but the next day we were actually going to be going to an early breakfast with our friends from Machu Picchu who hiked the Inca Trail with us who live in the Denver area so and it was an hour drive so we had to wake up like at five I think it is to get ready to leave by six to be there like by seven yeah so point being we waited three hours to just even get our rental car and so that was from 1 a.m to 4 a.m that we waited to get the rental car and it took us 30 minutes to get to our airbnb so we didn't get in until about 4 30 and we slept for an hour and a half mm-hmm. to wake up at six i really oh, wanted okay, to cancel go. and just not go and Brittany was not having it yeah i wasn't <laughs> because we had made plans with our friends and it would have been like a very very last minute cancellation and they had specifically told me they had gone out and gotten food yeah. for us because Be- they were leaving on a trip themselves and i was like all right we're just gonna have to fucking suck it up and go and we did hardest part is waking up once you're up it's good to go but wait a minute real quickly before we get to the breakfast i remember mom and dad were standing in line kim and i were sitting up against the wall charging our phone and candy crush I, I was, was like, just, that wait, was my next your line. mom and dad came? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, the bus that we didn't take because we got on the wrong bus on purpose comes and people are flooding off of that bus. And we're just like, thank goodness we weren't on that bus because the line was out the door of the rental place. So good call, Jamal and Brittany. Good call. Hey squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating We use it when we feel jet lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon-lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy-free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week in Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download, book, 
show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. So our Airbnb, we picked it for a few different reasons. It was 30 minutes from downtown and it was central to every place we wanted to hit. So it was very convenient for us. It's also two bedrooms and had a nice living room kitchen area. Love Airbnbs for the convenience of everything, the kitchen, the layout. Usually we do a lot of cooking when we have Airbnbs ourselves, but not so much necessarily on this trip. Because again, in the morning, first thing, one, we got in so late, we didn't even have time to buy breakfast. But two, we were going somewhere to breakfast. So the first actual morning which at this point Saturday morning after our fantastic full sleep of an hour and a half (laughs) (laughs) we went to our friends Jen and David again who hiked the Machu Picchu Inca Trail with us or we with them however you want to look at it. Great people. Yeah absolutely. Very hospitably had us in their home to see them had breakfast so it was really nice to just catch up with them and reminisce about the trip and they showed us their house up in the mountains it was really beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. They have beautiful property. Shout out to you Jen and David, thanks for having us. And they made some of the most amazing French toast Mm -hmm. for us. Oh, it was so good. Walk us through the spread. (laughs) (laughs) What I do remember is the French toast. And then they also made smoothies. Yes. Yes. And we had coffee and we ate outdoors on a picnic bench and it was so nice. Out in the woods. Yeah. It was wonderful. And I'm really glad that we made it to the breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. We powered through. We still looked good too. That's key. Okay. We looked great. (laughs) And we asked them for some recommendations to do in the Boulder area. Mm -hmm. They did recommend for us to go to Flatirons to look out to the city of Boulder. Did do that. It was a little hike. It was hot as fuck, but... Flatirons is the park out there, correct? Yeah. There there was that little creek, and then we hiked up the mountain, and it was really nice. You could see out into Boulder, and it was pretty. People had dogs up there. Brittany was having a lot of fun up there. It's having a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, you guys, fun story for you. So we're on the top of a boulder overlooking the city and there's no one there. So Brittany lifts her dress and kind of like... Moons us. Moons us. So Jamal takes a picture of <laughs> She her. does all the time. Yeah, and so Brittany <laughs> is like posing for the camera and there's no one there, but Brittany doesn't know it because she's too involved in her photo shoot. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? Good morning, you know, to like an invisible person. But Brittany just throws her dress down. Her face turns like white and she starts running. Yeah. She just like quickly looks to see who it is because she's totally exposing herself. And she realizes that no one was there. And I got her so good. You did. You got me so good. (laughs) Her heart stopped. But minus the heat in that area, that flat irons was a cool little park to just kind of get a good overlook of the city of boulder really kind of out in the middle i don't want to say the middle of nowhere because it is a city but yet you feel kind of isolated in nature just Mm -hmm. being in the rockies so it's really really serene and cool park in the area to do a little bit of hiking we would have done more but we had a big hike the next day that we were going to do on top of that but it was just really really hot and not a lot of shade for us to want to do more at that point but what did we do to cool off rooftop bar rooftop bar 
bar. Yeah. With margaritas. Mini margaritas. My favorite. (laughs) So we went to the rooftop of Rio Grande. Not the actual river. In Boulder. In Boulder. (laughs) And Kim found out a pro tip. Kim, share it with us. Okay, so they have a deal. You can get two mini margaritas or you can get one big margarita. And the two minis was like a dollar cheaper than the one big. And the two minis equals more margarita by volume than the one big. What a steal. Save money, get more. (laughs) And then you can get two flavors. Yeah. Mango, strawberry. I remember. I think I got two mangoes, but oh, they were delicious. Yes. So as everyone's well aware, Kim loves the rooftop bar. I do. I didn't know that. This was a a rooftop bar, but I mean, we're talking only like three stories high, so it's not anything big or crazy, but still really nice to have that experience out there in the Rockies. But luckily up there, they had umbrellas, they shaded it, it was nice and cool. We had misters going. Yeah. Yeah. Did we eat or we just got drinks? We had drinks and I think chips and salsa. Okay. I was was going to say, I I don't remember getting anything to eat specifically. Because we just had breakfast. Yeah. And another thing that Boulder is famous for, I don't know, maybe the older crowd who listens to us will remember this, but if anyone's familiar with the story of John Benet Ramsey, she and her family lived in the area. So we were intrigued because we're really, all of us are into murder mysteries. We love crime documentaries. Yes. Went to go see her home. Obviously you can't go in, but the house is still there. And it was for sale. So it looked pretty vacant and creepy. It was like a mile away too from the bar that we were at. And so, you know, we just decided to drive by and it's just... I can't believe how big the house was. Like, it's big and it's a very beautiful neighborhood. And it's just so crazy because this house is just so dark and gated off and nothing else is gated. It's just so lively and colorful. And then there's this house. But I do remember reading that, you know, I know it is for sale, but when they used to have open houses, it was like a lot of looky-loos, people who are just intrigued with the story who wanted to see the house. So kind of like how we did go look on the outside. Yeah, but I don't think I would do a... Go inside. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's a little much. Yeah, yeah we were just hardcore. curious to see it. And again, not in a necessarily a gruesome or creepy way, but we do love like murder mysteries. And as sad as that story is and feeling for her and her lost family's lost, it was just really intriguing since we were there. We're like, I just want to see the house. And know? her murder happened when we were all alive. So it's not like we just knew of a random murder in the past that we didn't live through. This is like something we watched on the news. Captivated the news for years. Yeah. Still are captivated yes, by it. it. Still yeah. don't know who the murderer was. Yeah. <laughs> but after that. We thought we would be super tired and want to go back and take a nap. But, but we weren't. We were powering through the day. And we rallied. What did we rally and do? The Coors Tour Factory. I just got to say that when we were driving around Colorado, I can see why the Coors beers cans mm-hmm. look the way that they do. It is the exact picturesque scene of the Rockies. Mountains and trees. Yeah, like if you've never beautiful. been to Colorado, look at a Coors can and that's what Colorado <laughs> Feel like looks there. like. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to the Coors factory and there's a line to take a tour. Free tour. Free tour. We love and free comes stuff. with Let's what? What does it come with? Free beer. Free beer. Woo woo. Free tour. You know. Free beer. How you can know you go that's wrong? why we went. Sign me up. <laughs> and you don't even have to forget your whisper because they give you one. 
Oh, low blow. (laughs) No one had to freak out on this part of the trip. Yeah, so this one was really interesting. It was self-guided, but obviously they gave you an electronic device with an earpiece. And I think it was either GPS located or you clicked a button when you were in front of some place and it told you what number to push. And then it would kind of tell you about this area, their process, etc. So it was just really interesting to see not even just beer, but just a factory of mass production going on so that was intriguing in and of itself but obviously the highlight was after we were done with the tour they have a beer garden at the bottom of the factory and plant and we all had ourselves some free beer and when it's woo yeah when we say free beer they weren't just giving little baby cups they were giving almost like full pints i remember getting a little bit uh you know tipsy (laughs) and they gave three full samples not just one not two three samples. You guys know I can't handle that. I'm like a one and done girl. So I gave out my, I think my third drink. I unfortunately, me over. I unfortunately couldn't drink too much because I'm obviously always driver. So I had to step in meeting. and take one for the team here. Thank you, Kim, for your noble contribution. <laughs> also, it wasn't just Coors and Coors Light that they had. They had Blue Moon and they had a bunch of special flavors that they did not sell in any stores outside of Colorado. Yeah, so obviously in Anything that's under the Coors parent label, they had to try. Again, Blue Moon is under that. And yeah, the the stuff that they sold in Colorado was actually like craft beer. So you wouldn't think of Coors as craft beer, but the ones that Kim is referencing, they were craft specialty Mm -hmm. beers, even IPAs. So really unique compared to what you would think from just Coors. And I think after this, we did go back to our Airbnb and just kind of rest for a bit because the next thing and last thing we did for the evening was we went to Ale House, which also had another rooftop Kim mm-hmm. she picked it of course I found all the rooftop bars in the Denver area within a 20 mile radius and we hit them all we did three and I think three too many <laughs> We can never have enough rooftop bars. I'm giving you a hard time. I enjoyed them all. I enjoyed them all. Especially the show me someone that wouldn't have a good time on rooftop. Okay. You know what? Show me someone who's not going to have a good time with us. It's true. That's true. That's true. So at Ahos, we had a dinner with a view of downtown. It wasn't like a high rooftop. I think it was just like two or three stories. The time we were eating was starting to get dark, so the city lights were starting to come on too. And then we kind of called it an early night because we had been up so early with such little sleep and we started the next day bright and early. Was this your actual birthday, Jamal? No, it wasn't. We were in Denver maybe like three days before my birthday. Oh, okay. But Your birthday was a Wednesday. Yeah, but this was my easy day, right? <laughs> yeah, it was your easy day. So you guys, in episode five, we talked about road tripping to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park and specifically we got lost in Kings Canyon. Wasn't my fault. <laughs> and Jamal on our way home specifically said on our next trip together I do not want to hike and this is a trip we took for his birthday he, yeah. an extra. he also said on my birthday I do not want to hike so I planned a trip and we hiked of course <laughs> and if you could see Jamal's face he's giving his famous scoff he's giving the same scoff he gave us when we forgot our passports in China <laughs> disappointment <laughs> no, but I ended up having fun, but I don't know how many times I have to tell Brittany, like, I just don't want to hike. Like, when I do it, obviously, like, I have a lot of fun, but sometimes I just want to do nothing on my birthday, kind of sit and relax. And so Brittany always takes over, and I say this with love, makes me do what she wants to do on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so we hiked Rocky Mountain National Park. And then his next birthday, we, I made him hike Carlsbad Cavern. <laughs> and then what did it make you do the following birthday after that, Jamal? You made me hike Channel Islands. Yeah. <laughs> so so you right. always go hiking for your birthday. Apparently, but luckily... This year, or not this year, 2020 coming up, my birthday is going to be on a weekday, so we really can't do anything, I don't think. We can. <laughs> Little do so, you know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we woke up the next day here on Sunday to do hiking at Rocky Mountain National Park, which for all the shit that I'm giving Brittany about making me hike, one, we had a good time. Two, I was looking forward to it because obviously we love to hit off the national parks, so this was another check mark off the list of the national parks. For the record, I don't know what happened, but I was sick this weekend. So, uh, what are you not sick? Oh, well, my this was gosh. bad. You were like netty potting it up at the Airbnb. I was, and Brittany rented a two bedroom Airbnb, and I gave Kim the bedroom and I slept oh, on yeah. the couch. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, clearly it would be really disrespectful to sleep next to Kim in, in my state. So, uh, you were so, so nice sick, you, you went to Walgreens to actually buy a neti pot. I did. <laughs> I, I remember did. that now. That- and Jamal gave me a demonstration of how to use the neti pots. You're They're such great. a good brother. They really are. They really are. But I want you to know that not even a cold can keep me out of the Rocky Mountains. I wasn't about to sit it out. And, you know, if I needed a break, they gave me a break. So it was good. Something almost did keep us off the trail that we wanted to do, though. A bear? No. (laughs) It's always a bear with you. It's very crowded in summer at Rocky Mountain National Park. There's a lot of crowds. As with any national park in the summer, it's the peak season. So there was a huge line for the shuttle and we needed to take the shuttle to get to the trailhead because there was no more parking left at the trailhead. And the line was so long. Shuttle buses... We waited like 30 minutes in it before we... Yeah. Decided to leave it. And the shuttle buses were coming and picking people up, but it was just too much. So we're like, screw this. We went back inside and I talked to a ranger and I'm like, what hike would you recommend instead? He actually gave us a really good recommendation. He recommended the Deer Mountain Trail. And we were able to drive to the trailhead and park there. And it was a really nice summit. Yeah. And it turned out to be a really nice forested trail. Not many people on it. Not many people. And it was completely shaded. Not once were we in direct sun. Uh, That was enough for me to love it. Yeah. No (laughs) bears on the trail though, Zaina, right? (laughs) No bears on the trail. No shits on the trail. (laughs) (laughs) This time. After the national park, we went back to the Airbnb to shower, chill for a minute before we were going to go out on the town. Where did we go? Rooftop bar. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> yes. So I went to this place called Linger that was in a central part of Denver, and it was really cute. They had an old, what are those, like, trailer? Vol- Volkswagen bus, I thought it was, that was kind of cut out to be the bar. One of those old camper trailer mm-hmm. kind of hipster looking thing and that's what they made the bar out of they just had a bunch of cool stuff up there we were lounging this, drinking this was actually the highest rooftop bar of the rooftop bars mm-hmm. that we i went would to. say it was the, the best <laughs> one we went to yeah and i think we were looking over little man ice cream we mm-hmm. were so the only next logical step is to go down and get some little man ice cream absolutely and it's little man ice cream is a little old ice cream tin or milk tin how they used to have it back in the day but it's gigantic and that's the building so it's really cute and really good ice cream and there was a line not only on the sidewalk but around the corner yeah it was a huge and they had live music going on out there and people were just sitting in the courtyard and chilling it was great vibes and the ice cream was pretty bomb 
I don't know if people say bomb anymore, but I did. I say bomb all the time. I just think that place had the first real Denver vibes that I felt. I don't want to say it's a hipster town now or anything like that, but mm. I mean, kind of it is, but I don't want to label it and have any of our listeners in Colorado be a little I, upset. I'm with the hipsters. But, but I felt like when we were at Linger and then got Little Man down there that we were just kind of in an ambiance of their current culture. And it was really nice. Yes. Well, I think this is also the first time that we've been downtown because we were in Boulder the day before and we were hiking all day this day. So it's like our first glimpse of downtown. Yeah. So our next day, we hit up Red Rocks Amphitheater. It's one of the must-sees when in the area. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And we didn't get a chance to see a musical show there. And that kind of sucks. It would be amazing to see one there. But it's yeah. open to the public during the day. A lot of people were going there just to like hike it because of all Next the steps. And, but what, yeah. why don't you tell people what Red Rock actually is, Kim? It's natural Red Rock formations that they've built an amphitheater inside of. So where there's a stage and like amphitheater style seating, there's huge red rocks in the background. Like you're in the middle of a mountain. It's really cool. So a lot of people, like we said, it's open to the public, go there to actually do hiking. We saw people walking their dogs out there. Mm-hmm. So beyond just for shows, it's definitely a tourist attraction and local attraction to do hiking and exploring of some of the mountainous areas out there. And you know what else was out there? Heat. It was very <laughs> a hot. A lot of heat. <laughs> we were there at the end of July and it was very hot. I would love to go back and see it when it's snowing. Me too. Oh, how beautiful would that be? Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. So from there, we went to downtown town and Kim and I actually put other clothing in the car so that we can change (laughs) (laughs) wardrobe change wardrobe change for midday because we were headed to afternoon tea at D-Bar what does the D stand for? Kim likes the D D. the D? Uh (laughs) I think so (laughs) it's interesting because they have a D-Bar well they did have the D-Bar here in San Diego and it originated in Denver and also we didn't mention this but this morning we ate at Snooze I believe it was this morning. Oh, that's right. That is true. We did eat at Snooze. And don't miss that. Yes, that originated in Denver, but they have one here in San Diego and they don't take reservations and it's a line out the door and they close by like what? 12 p.m.? 2 p.m. Yeah, so we totally hit up the two places that we have in San Diego. The D-Bar isn't open in San Diego anymore, but we did make a reservation for afternoon tea here because Brittany and I are in love with afternoon tea. It's fun. It's really fun. It's and a it's great experience. Cute. It's cute. You get to dress up and all of the food's really I good. I love little foods. <laughs> so little much funner to eat. But the lemon curd at D-Bar, oh my God. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was so they good. Had I little... dream of that lemon curd. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't either. I have what? no idea. I don't remember it. Wow. It was freaking bomb. <laughs> I would say you probably remember like the clotted cream, Jamal. I love clotted cream. Give me clotted cream and a scone. And do all you it. remember the creme brulee? I do. It's not as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> and they had little mini grilled cheese and a little tomato 
soup, soup to dip it in. I, I do remember that. That was oh, actually, that, was that, so that one was actually pretty good. Now for D bar, I believe you do need reservations. Well, so for the afternoon, sure. yes, yes, most of them you do. So make sure you make the reservations. Don't just walk in and tell them that the travel squad sent you. If you're looking for afternoon tea in Denver, go to D bar. Highly recommend. But do tell them after you made the reservations that the travel squad sent you. And D bar is located in the downtown area, and so while we were there, we roamed downtown and went to the convention center to see the big blue bear oh it's so cute <laughs> it was cute yeah, it so looks like it's peeking into the window of the convention center that's the only bear we saw on the trip by the way i mean it's the only bear that we saw but who knows what bear other saw bears saw out there yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> denver reminds me a lot of san diego because denver has a lot of the craft breweries mm-hmm. which mm. just like us it's- and when we were in aurora we went to a coffee shop that is owned by yeah legends who legends coffee to- yeah my friend tyson wickline who i went to school with at woodland christian i mean i'm friends with his brother too jake he owns a coffee shop in denver not downtown denver i'm trying to think of it was what. aurora it no aurora. Aurora. yeah it was aurora. aurora so i specific thank you for reminding me of that yeah then I give, give him a shout, shout out, out to him <laughs> yeah we specifically coffee was wa- good we, it was delicious we specifically wanted to go there to try his coffee and he's opened it from the ground up himself it's really really nice really good coffee cool little hangout atmosphere put starbucks to shame, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so go there and tell them Jamal sent you. Yes. They will know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> so really, we only spent three full days in Denver. And so Monday, which is the day we're talking about now, was our final day before we flew home. And we had some time to kill. And so we went to a place called Ten Barrel Brewery before our flight. Yeah, it was just a chill little brewery we were at. And as we were sitting there, though, waiting for the time to come to go to the airport, we kind kind of realized we could have crammed all of this into two days and not taken Monday off. Yeah, we did realize that. We really could have gone a little harder and saved that one PTO day. That's definitely true. So if anyone's planning on that trip, but I'm glad that we didn't considering the unforeseen of the flight delay that we had. Because if we tried to really do all this in two days, considering the flight delay, obviously, I know, of course, I might not have hit all those rooftop bars. I have a lot of faith in the (laughs) TS squad here, but nonetheless, it would have been a little rough. Yeah. And I think the other thing that you have to take into account is that we travel a lot and we're go, go, go. So if we were to put this in two days, it would have been a lot, but we would have been able to do it. So go at your own pace on what you think you can do not what we're telling you we can do anything's possible though yes i do believe that (laughs) but one thing that was really cool about Tin Barrel Brewery and where we were, it was in a district that, what, do you remember the, the name? Arts of the Arts District. It, yeah, and if it has a specific name, we'll put it in the show notes, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting because a lot of the buildings that they had there, I don't want to say they were graffitied or tagged because that's not what it was, but they were like painted by local murals. artists and murals, and it was just a really cool vibe in that area. So that, It's called the Rhino Art District, and okay. Rhino stands for river north okay yeah i knew it was a specific district Mm -hmm. down there so perfect yeah that was really cool so even if you're not going there to just drink beer check out the murals that they have painted it's a really interesting part of their city apparently it looks like they now have a tin barrel brewing here in san diego yeah i've been to it on east street look at that yeah it's a nice brewery it's it's two-story as well oh wow denver is just populating here us here in san diego see a lot of similarities between the two yeah right at home there So do you guys have any final thoughts before we move into questions of the week? Nope. 
but I am ready for questions of the week. Well, I had one final thought. Okay, what is it? My final thought was when you go to national parks, it's good to have a hike in mind or things that you want to do in mind. But when things don't work out, go ask the rangers because they do have a lot of good recommendations. They really do. And they will get you to places that are off the beaten path. I've never gone wrong with a ranger recommendation. Yeah, because I mean, the rangers, they're out there actually hiking these things themselves. You know, people don't become rangers without liking nature and, you know, being (laughs) hikers themselves. So yeah. Yes, there's the main things, which is what we did the research on, on the original hike that we wanted to do. But that recommendation was great. Kim, it's your time. Questions. Questions. (laughs) Question of the week. Questions of the week. Do, 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 do. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what rhymes with week? Weed. And that is our first listener question, actually. So Colorado was one of the first states or the first state to legalize marijuana and... Recreationally. Recreationally. And so we went there a couple years ago. This was before it was legal in California. So we were wondering the same thing. And the question is, what's it like there with weed being legal? You know, you could think in your head, there's pot shops everywhere and there's people smoking everywhere, but that was not the case. No, we rarely saw people smoking. You wouldn't even realize that it was legal. They do have dispensaries that are open to the public. You don't have to be a Colorado resident, which you can go in and check out even if you're not planning to buy any weed. It's just a cool experience. But yeah, you wouldn't know any different. It's just a part. It's it's not a big deal. Right. Another question that we got was, do you really need to rent a car? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would say because it's so spread out. Everything that we wanted to do, Denver is so central to so many different areas and because of everything that we wanted to do and complete and there not being a lot of public transit to those areas I think it's absolutely necessary to have a car our final question was does the altitude affect you so we've obviously all heard the name Mile High City. Refer- and if you haven't, you're hearing it now. You're hearing it now. <laughs> not to be confused with the Mile High Club. Definitely not to be confused. <laughs> what if Jamal and I joined the Mile High Club on our way <laughs> to the Mile High City? Oh, oh. look at that. It's double Mile High. <laughs> but no. So it's called Denver's called that because of its high elevation close to an actual mile of 5,280 feet. So one of the questions, again, does the altitude affect you? And if you're in downtown Denver or any of the other areas, not necessarily so much. You need to be kind of at an altitude for most people of about 8,000 feet. So if you actually start doing some hiking in the Rockies, potentially. Actually, someone did die in the Rockies a few weeks after we came back. I remember that. Did they fall? No, it was due to altitude sickness. Well, be careful, guys. Take it slow. You'll definitely feel it in your breath if you are experiencing altitude sickness. So just slow down, drink water, go to a lower elevation. Descend. But like I said, within downtown, not necessarily, but again, to Brittany's reference of what happened in the Rockies doing some hiking. You could potentially have it happen. So if you're not, don't worry about it. Yeah, you'll be fine. And on that note, that was Jamal's birthday weekend. In Denver in a nutshell. Made me take a day off of work. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have ever been to Denver, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the podcast, please either hit us up on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast or email us at Travel Squad Podcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to address all of your questions in a next episode. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed learning about Denver and Boulder and the surrounding area. And I hope that we've inspired you to take this trip for yourself. As always, please subscribe to our podcast. Podcast, leave a review, tell us what you'd like, and tune in every Travel Tuesday 
for new episodes. And if you aren't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Travel Squad Podcast. Make sure to pack your bags, grab your passport, because next week we are taking you to Cusco, Peru. Yeah, and I have a Cusco. juicy story for you. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.